I am so grateful and so thankful for this past weekend. A lot of you that are on the call were in the copywriting clinic that we did. I don't know about you, but all I can say is, wow, I have never seen anybody come in so much attention, create so many trends, and move so much information through two huge, like 2,000-pound information gorillas at one time. Cindy has the absolute inspiration and a way of digging right into people's minds, into their hearts, so that she elicits the best response possible from people, and you could see that this weekend. We were having all sorts of Twitter trends going on. Facebook was freaking out. I mean, when was the last time you got Facebook to do anything? Facebook responded. How cool. So with that being said, all the other things that I have to say is, oh, my goodness, great balls of fire. Here is Sandy Krakowski. Sandy, I hope that you're there. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and people are wondering, what the heck did you do to Facebook? <laughs> well, we'll let them know what we did that actually solicited some attention from Facebook. And when you have an enormous amount of activity going on at one time, which we did, we commanded attention. Thank you so much, Rose, for that introduction. Just appreciate for what you do for us as a, a part of our team here at A Real Change, not only a client, but just like I wrote today in our article, we have had the absolute fortunate privilege and blessing of having you come on board and working for and with us as a teammate, and it's just been phenomenal. You're just um, second to none as far as really mirroring everything that we have said as far as a mission. You jumped in and just became a part of the team with like virtually no training whatsoever. And so <laughs> we love you and thank you so much for that introduction. Rose was talking about this past Saturday when we had our uh, autoresponder magic class and we had 79, I think 80 something people registered and the entire day, it was an, a 10 hour, 8 hour event with breakout sessions that occurred in a very non-traditional way. You're going to want to get your pen and paper out and preferably get two because you don't want to have your ink go out as I'm talking. I tend to teach things in a very non-traditional way, have been very challenge-oriented since I was little, and as a matter of fact, they say it can't be done, can't be done there, and that's not going to work. That tends to be where I gravitate first. And so this past Saturday, um, the lowest amount of people who were on the call at one given time, meaning there were a few people who were working their job and a few people who were in front of their computer with us at one time, I knew that um, with 63 people was the lowest amount that it went at one time. There's just no way I can keep the attention of 63 people in front of their computers listening to me with my varying energy and varying tonalities and varying personality voices that I, I make when I'm teaching for the whole day unless we do something wild and fun. And so I got this idea that we were going to do our breakout sessions. We were in GoToWebinar, but that we were going to do our breakout sessions in a Facebook group. It's not been done before. And so what we did is we took all of our members there was almost 80 of them registered, and we put anywhere from 10 to 15 in a group. So we created five, six groups, 
And when it was time for our breakout session, we said, okay, I want you to go to the Facebook group, and you're going to not only post in the Facebook group all of the things we're asking for, but I want you to as well log into the chat feature in the private group and start chatting amongst yourself about what we've asked for. For example, one 45-minute session, the assignment was give us your best subject line possible. Now, this isn't just any subject line. These are subject lines that are going to get open, subject lines that don't look corporate subject lines that don't look slimy, spammy, slick, or none of that nonsense. But they had spent over an hour and a half training with me on what makes a good subject line. And they gravitated towards their group, and the most hysterical thing happened. The energy was so high in these groups that people were simultaneously tweeting autoresponder magic at the same time as posting their best subject lines that they could come up with. And some of these people, man, they had like fingers of fire because they were typing so fast that the amount of activity going on in these groups simultaneously triggered Facebook to go, what the heck's going on over there? <laughs> because a couple people received an instant notice from Facebook saying, we are wondering whether or not you are doing any kind of spamming or fraudulent activity. Well, obviously, the team members, they've been trained well from us, said, no, actually, we're hosting a business call, and currently we have Facebook um, brainstorming sessions, breakout sessions going on here, and they were like, oh, well, that's great. Have a great time. But there was such a swarm of activity, like a bunch of Bees on honey, that it literally commanded attention from Facebook. Now, I don't know how to say this to you, but there's over 500 million registered users on Facebook. You've got to be doing something electrical to create any attention from them. It's not very often that you get an instant notification like that. And the funny thing, I mean, they weren't sending messages to people. They weren't posting over the walls. They were doing massive activity, brainstorming, like we said. As a matter of fact, in the two breakout sessions created, this group of people created two documents that are well worth over $5,000. They created over 200 subject lines, I'm sorry, 200 pages combined together of subject lines that when we finally condensed it and brought it together, I think it was like 100 and something pages. When it came to the second one, questions that you can ask on social media to build your business and get conversation going, there was over 2,000 questions that came in. These people were not sitting on their behind coasting, but there was massive activity going on. You know what I want to tell you tonight is this, that if you're not speaking the language of your ideal client, you're not going to get people up and out of a seat and swarming creating activity like that. We created so much massive activity during the day that autoresponder magic became a Twitter trend. Blah, blah, blah. Say that for five times real fast. Twitter trend. Um, I don't know. All I know is that if you get a message put into the direction of your ideal client and you speak their ideal language and words, you can create a massive result where we actually had a ton of people who aren't, weren't even in the class, but because what I always do, and I'm going to do that right now, is I'm going to ask you to go to Twitter, and I'm going to ask you to post something about what you're doing, whether you're having a blast or where you're sitting or what I just said or something that just 
struck you as funny or just say I'm listening to, you know, Sandy Krakowski and the, and the team, not just me, because all of us together here, at hashtag a real change. Here's the deal. I constantly will tell people, here's the hashtag that we're using, et cetera, and I also want you to do this. After you do that while I'm talking, I want you to go look in the search feature on Twitter for everybody who's using the hashtag a real change and go add them as friends. I just now connected you with people who are like-minded, you know, people whose Twitter posts you're going to enjoy, people who have a common goal of not whining and crying and being victims and waiting for the next free thing that they can build their million-dollar business on, but people who are serious, taking time out of their day on a Monday night to invest into the thing that produces the greatest result that they are 100% responsible for that investment themselves. Go to Twitter and look for hashtag a real change and start adding people who have that hashtag and you're going to connect with some of our clients. I'm serious about creating a real change and creating a family, like a, like a, a team together, a unit together. Well, this is what happened on Saturday because some of the people who had been to our social media the fun way or who follow us regularly saw some of our family, our, a real change team, like 10, 20, 30, 40 of them posting at the same time, hashtag autoresponder magic. And I started getting direct messages and regular tweets that said, you're creating something because autoresponder magic is taking up <laughs> my stream. When I'm not in your class right now, what are you doing? Then it turned into, snap, <laughs> I wish it was there. Is this thing going to be resold? Is it recorded? And I, my, our intent was I wanted everybody to be tweeting and posting throughout the day so that people wished they were there. Let me tell you, in those $5,000 documents, which, by, by the way, every attendee got those for free. Those will be sold later, but they won't be free. Those were given to those attendees who took an entire day out of their schedule to learn how to write autoresponders that are not like the average autoresponders. Autoresponders, like the four-part series that I wrote for a client when I was a freelance copywriter that generated more than $89,000 with a list of under 30,000 people in four days with four emails. That's what I'm talking about. Anybody want to learn how to write that kind of copy? One thing I need to break to you is this. You're not going to get like the scientific processing map of all the structural components intricately combined together in a unified fashion so that your direct response can create for you a return on your investment. I know that I lost half of you, and that's good, because that's exactly how most copywriting classes are taught. I've been writing copy for 14 years. When I built my very first business online in the 90s before Google even started, I wrote all of my copy for my kitchenware business when our model was, if it's not in my kitchen, you won't find it in my store. Write this down. Speak your ideal client's language and lead generation will be so easy. That was the ideal language of my clients because they were tired of being a schmooze and they didn't want to get a bunch of high-end kitchenware that nobody was attached to. It's one thing when you invest $1,400 in an amazing kitchen mixer and another $400 in a great uh, grain mill. 
and you learn how to do pasta, and you're learning how to make your own tortillas, and and all my clients are going, oh my God, here she goes again talking about food, because we were talking about bread and coffee on my autoresponder class. It got to the point where several people went to go make bread during the event. <laughs> but you don't purchase a $2,500 Capresso espresso machine and then just figure it out yourself. You need some people to support you. You need some help. And so our model, the ideal language of our clients was, if it's not in my kitchen, it ain't in my store, which means that everything that I sold of the 400-plus items, <laughs> oh, my gosh, it was a blast. So I had a lot of toys in my kitchen. Let me just put it that way. A lot of people got nice gifts. I mean, to this day, I have all stainless steel um, kitchen pans and cooking utensils and bakeware, and I'll stop. <laughs> But the deal was this. That was the ideal language of my clients. I later grew an, um, a vitamin store where I had over 60 direct sales companies' products being drop shipped. Newsflash! At that point, my first step into direct sales, I wasn't prospecting. I did later on go spend two and a half years in direct sales and prospected personally myself over 30,000 leads and closed over 800 kits myself in two and a half years. This is what made me a really good copywriter is talking to people and listening to people. But way before that, I had taken over 60 companies' products and put them into an e-commerce environment and drop-shipped them all over the country. We were generating a multiple six-figure income with that activity on top of the multimillion-dollar kitchenware business we built. And again, I was writing all my own copy. At that time, I wasn't a trained copywriter, but I did pay very close attention to what my client said. Write that down. If you pay very close attention to what your ideal client says, it's so easy to do business with them. You'll wake up in the morning with a pep in your step, and you'll go to bed at night with creative ideas flowing through your mind and your heart. You'll receive emails from clients like I receive. Like you're such a gift from God or you are such an answer to my search and it's such a great thing to know that you're not only a businesswoman but you're real. I'm saying this because that is my desire for you. Where you will become so connected with your ideal client that you'll find it hard to believe that you're generating such a handsome, handsome profit for what you're doing. But ladies and gentlemen, I don't just work so that I can generate millions of dollars of profits for myself and my family. I am very, very blessed to be completely debt-free. I'm very, very blessed after years of mistakes and years of building companies on debt to run debt-free companies. I'm very, very blessed to be able to give tens of thousands of dollars away to organizations that I believe in that move my heart, that really mean so much to me, to help people who cannot help themselves to feed people who cannot provide for themselves, to make a difference in somebody's life who has a huge desire but a very small income, like below poverty. That's what I'm talking about. I work for far more than just my own lifestyle. And because of this, I am motivated daily to get better at what I do. I'm literally in a very healthy way driven to get to become one of the best at what I do. Because it's not about me. 
you know, years ago it was all about me. It was all about my dream house. It was all about all my stuff I wanted. And it was all about silencing all the trauma and pain that I experienced in life. Many of you know my story where I grew up in a home where my mom spent half my life in a, in a psychiatric ward. And, you know, um, I learned very quickly that when things were not uh, perfect, they became very chaotic in a split second. And my daddy, with five kids and a wife who was struggling, and mind you, my mama came into this world as well with a lot of pain. Her daddy was an alcoholic. Her mama died when she was 14. Major, major blood and light of pain. And my daddy was a workaholic and a genius businessman was trained by Dale Carnegie, not just one of his classes, and was excellent at sales and excellent at talking to people. He was the one who planted in my mind in the very first part of my life that there's nothing you can't do. But you know what? You put that dichotomy together into one life, and oh my gosh, there was a lot of chaos, lots of pain, looking for love in all the wrong places, got involved at a very, very young age with sexual activity and have all the evidence that I had been sexually violated at a very, very young age, around kindergarten age. Why am I telling you all this? Because what I've been able to do in business is about way more than just me. There was a time in my life that all I wanted to do is silence the pain of a horrific gang rape. And I figured building a multi-million dollar business and proving to myself that I was somebody and that I could be successful and that I could make enough money that nobody could harm me was my motive. And sure, I was still giving to a lot of organizations, but the intent was really to prove something to myself. Well, that's a really a miserable way to build a business and a really painful way to live. And it manifested itself in multiple diseases. And in 2001, they actually gave me a year to live. But I stand before you today saying that if the grace of God is not real, then what's happened in my life and my business is a complete scandal. But it is real. And I'm on a, I'm on a mission. I'm a, I have a passion. I have a near-obsessive desire from God himself to impact as many people's lives as I can, to help you to weave through all the crap out there as far as how to run an online business, and to really realize what's going on in our current economy, in this current global economy that we live in. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're trying to build an online business and you are cursing the notion of a global economy, you need to ask God to forgive you. Because we live in a global economy. This is not about me. I have clients in Singapore. I have clients in 137 countries who come to our website and frequent it often. I have clients in all different countries. I have clients in Japan who were writing us personally and asking us to pray for them. If I didn't believe in a global economy and didn't want God to use me globally, my word, my business would be small. But I'm interested in impacting any business owner who has an ear to hear. And I wonder how many are on the call tonight. I'm wondering if you'd like to learn how to read your client's mind. So that when you understand the way that they think, and you think as they think, and you speak as they think, and you speak back to them the words that they are speaking, and the words that are in their subconscious mind, and the words that are beyond, behind their desires, and the dreams that are behind their passions, that you will be able to write copy without memorizing the 
four-legged this and the three-step that and the five-part this and the power of this and the fundamental rules of this and the finding this and the big that. And I'm not saying any of that isn't important, but my gosh, sometimes I look at what people call a cheat sheet. It looks to me like a recipe for disaster. It gives me a stomachache when I look at it. It's like looking at, you know, 90 recipes for making the best bread and hoping that I get all of it together. No, really good bread depends on really good oil, the right temperature of water, amazing yeast, the right sugar, and a specific flour depending on what kind you want to make. Whether or not you want it as soft as Wonder Bread with all the nutrients and enzymes, you can do that. If you want a dark, more dense wheat, you can do that too. If you don't want wheat, you can do that too. The reality is this. It's the same thing with copy. You need the right basic ingredients, and I'm going to talk to you about that tonight. The basic ingredients are what caused me to use these words with my health company when we had an e-commerce business where we drop shipped from over 60 companies. I didn't know I was a copywriter back then, but that's what I was writing. I was mirroring back to my ideal client what they had said already was important to them. Some of you, if you have the ability, I want you to go look in the mirror right now. I want you to walk with your headphone headphone or your cell phone in front of a mirror. Now look at yourself. Begin to speak. To say, hey, how are you? You see in the mirror a reflection of you. Your mouth is moving. Your eyes are moving in an absolute reflection of you. This is exactly what you need to do with your ideal client. Your ideal client's looking in the mirror, and they have thoughts, and they have words, and they have a language that they use. This language is not personality-based, although I highly recommend you begin to understand what the personalities are. I highly recommend the best book I've ever read on personality studies called Grooming the Next Generation for Success by Danny Johnson. She was the first secret millionaire who was on that TV show, The Secret Millionaire. She was my personal mentor who taught me how to get past my own crap. That's why you hear me say it all the time. Get past your own crap, then you'll be qualified to help somebody else. She's the one who literally God used to pull me out of a pit of unbelief, doubt and fear after I had built multi-million dollar business and had lost it all and almost lost me. And she's the one that God used. And the very core of what she taught me was understanding people. Learning to attract people into your business who are completely the opposite of you. Learning to speak to people who are completely different than you. Learning to get past all your stinking judgments so that you can love people who believe differently than you, look differently than you, talk differently than you, live in a different place than you. Have passions, dreams, and motives way different than you. If you want to be a good copywriter, my friends, it is important to understand personalities, but good copy goes way beyond that. As a matter of fact, what I just said, if you want to be a good copywriter, write this down. Get past your judgments. Get past your judgments of people groups. Get past your judgments of certain genders. Get past your judgments of the rich. I'm always blown away at how many people who want to make more money have judgments against the wealthy. Ah, 
Why would you think you're ever going to become one if you're judging those who have what you want? You can't go into business. You can't write copy with your guard up saying, well, I want to get wealthy, but I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like that greedy pig. Don't let that come out of your mouth. It's none of your business what people do with their money. It's your business what you do with your money. And as a matter of fact, many times I personally have had situations, and even one recently, where I'm on my face in my office going, oh, God, please forgive me. I have so judged this person I didn't realize. There was such a root of judgment in me towards him. I completely took upon myself to decide what they were like, and I completely suck. Yes, I talk to God like that. He can handle it. And then I have to say, God, the only reason I ever judge that man like that is because he has different things I don't have. He's at a different level I'm not at. He does certain things differently than I would probably do them. And I'm thinking if I just say I'm not going to be like that with my judgment, I'm not going to become like that. No, that's not what that great success book you wrote, God, says. It says judge not lest I become what I judge. Oh, boy. Not to mention the situation that I was in recently. God showed me how amazing a certain individual was that I had judged. And I thank him. Because not only did it open my heart wide open, not only was I forgiven because he said, you know what, if you suck and you screw up, Sandy's loose paraphrase, just confess that you did it and I will forgive you. It's actually in the book of 1 John. It says, if any man sins, let him confess his sin and he will be forgiven. My loose paraphrase, if you suck and you screwed up, (laughs) just ask me for forgiveness, baby girl, and I'll forgive you every time. So if any of you have judgments you need to get rid of, ask God to forgive you. It's a whole lot easier. As a matter of fact, most of the time, the very one we're judging, the very things we're judging, the very things we can't stand are absolute tools, pivotal tools for us to get to the next level. And you are never going to be able to speak any prospects, ideal language, any niches, ideal language if you've got judgments. It's not a personality issue. It's not a quadrant issue. It's not even a location issue. It's niche-based. Very different. Very different. Your ideal client, for, for as a matter of fact, basketball players speak a different language than, say, maybe football players. NASCAR drivers, they speak a different language than, like, long-distance runners. Get what I'm saying? Uh, entrepreneurs speak a different language than employees. Employees of different companies, depending on their roles, speak a different language depending what they do. Software developers and shoe salesmen speak a different language. It has nothing to do with personality. And if you use the wrong words, guess what? People aren't only going to not listen. They're not going to pay attention. But write this down. (laughs) If you use the wrong words trying to speak your prospect's ideal language, uh, they won't care. Not a really good place to have your prospect that they don't care. 
Because, my friends, I hate to break it to you, no matter how intellectual you are, no matter how philosophical you are, no matter how analytical you are, no matter how much you like to cross your T's and dot your I's, I don't care if you're a major physician, an accountant, I don't care if you're a mathematician who dreams in code, we all make decisions with emotions. You might want to tweet that. (laughs) The decisions that we make in the process of any purchase, is fueled by an emotion. Some people need research to get that emotion satisfied. Some people need fun to get that emotion satisfied. Some people need a challenge, and they need to feel like they're number one because number two is losing to get that satisfied. And some people need a cause. They need to help. They need to serve to get that emotion satisfied. Interestingly enough, All four personalities buy purses. All four personalities buy cars. All four personalities buy weight loss products. All four personalities hang out on Facebook and Twitter. All four personalities are on this call. All four personalities are in my coaching programs. As a matter of fact, all four personalities are in my house. (laughs) It's important for you. In your niche, however, as a copywriter to learn to speak the language of your ideal client. So tonight, let me give you some insights on how to write better copy, generate more leads, and close more sales. Ladies and gentlemen, the reality is this. The number one skill of any business owner is the ability to acquire a customer. If you don't have any customers, it doesn't matter how amazing your product is, you're in big trouble. And if you don't have new customers every single day, doesn't matter how great your product is, you in trouble. The number one skill of a business owner is the ability to acquire a customer. And beyond that is the ability to close sale. Now, I teach how to build WordPress sites. I teach how to write copy inside a WordPress site. I teach you how to build a business in a WordPress site and compete with large corporations in WordPress. And I hold everything I said, but I'll tell you what. If your copy is not speaking your ideal client's language, you're going to have a beautiful website and you're going to have skinny kids. You're going to be broke. It's not a website and it's not branding. Read the book Enchantment by Robert Kiyosaki. Best book I have read this year. Last year it was The War of Art. And I will be interviewing Stephen Pressfield in April, right around April the 20th. So keep your ears tuned, and we'll give you a good date. But the book that I've read this year that has completely impacted me on a huge level, and as a matter of fact, I'm Rose or Amity, if you're on the call. Shoot me an email so I don't forget about this. Let's see if we can't get an interview with Robert Kiyosaki. I would love to. Branding is not what's going to make you a lot of money. Speaking your ideal client's language. And note to all of my branding specialists on the call, live and listening to the recording, pay very close attention to what I'm going to say. The language that your ideal client speaks has a specific attraction to a message that can be conveyed simply and profitably in your branding. But branding, my friends, I've seen people spend $25,000 on their branding and they go bankrupt, broke. It's not your website, it's not your branding, it's not your graphics. 
I've seen people spend tons of money on photo shoots, tons of money on the best video camera production. None of that matters if you don't have the ability to acquire a customer and you don't have the ability to close a sale. By the way, if you sell copywriting services, you're closing a sale. If you're writing an autoresponder series, you're closing a sale. If you want to eat, if you're going to create a newsletter like we're going to teach on May 21st in our newsletter writing course, which, by the way, um, I think it ends at 5 o'clock tomorrow, is a $200 discount off the $497 um, fee. We're actually going to do the same kind of thing we did this last Saturday on Saturday, May 21st. That's not what this call is about, but just so that you realize and nobody gets mad at me and says, hey, you didn't tell me that was a $200 discount. I just told you. So we are going to do newsletters. In order to write newsletters for companies, whether they're printed or they're digital, if you want to make money for that, which on average you can make anywhere from you know, $500 to $2,000 per newsletter, depending on how good of a writer you are, how well you speak the ideal language of the client's prospect in the newsletter. But the reality is this. If you're going to sell a newsletter that you write, it's closing a sale. If you don't acquire customers <laughs> that you can write newsletters or autoresponders for, you're going to have skinny kids. You're going to be broke. So here's something to write down. If you're not connecting with customers and clients regularly, you're in trouble. I think it's great to have like-minded people around you. I think it's great to support each other with the TLC campaign that I teach on tweeting, liking, and commenting on people's blogs. But I'll tell you what, just because you're a part of a group, an alliance, a mastermind, an organization, if you're only tweeting and liking and commenting on each other's stuff, you're going to have skinny kids and you're going to be broke. Because it's important for you to acquire clients who are going to purchase your product. Write this down. If you are not speaking your ideal client's language, someone else will. If I don't learn my ideal client's language, they're going to go somewhere else to hear it. I have written copy for a lot of companies when I was in freelance copywriting. And one of the things... Um, one of the biggest case studies that I did is I went into a company that was a direct sales company that sold um, a party planning product. And the company was worth a couple million dollars, and a software developer purchased the company. On my recommendation, after working with them for about a year and writing all their copy and doing all of their marketing, et cetera, he actually sold the company, <laughs> helped bring them into the profit zone, and said, dude, you need to go back to software and real estate investing. The reality is this, no matter how hard he tried, he couldn't speak their ideal language. He had a judgment against their ideal client. He thought that they were just kind of, you know, whatever, people who just were going to buy this kit and maybe make a couple hundred dollars. It wasn't a real business. Well, the reality is when I came on board, I wrote to that ideal client, which happened to be stay-at-home moms, <laughs> and I happened to be one, so I didn't really have a judgment against them and was able to increase their profits enormously, like took a dead month that they typically don't do hardly any sales and did $68,000 in a week. Help them to really increase, increase their client base, get great response, get their consultants moving along. By the way, if you run a direct sales company, because I know there's always some of you listening, some of you direct sales business owners, I'll tell you what, if you're not speaking the ideal language of the consultant and the customer, you're going to have skinny kids and you're going to be broke. The reality is this. You need to speak the ideal language 
of whoever you do business with. And tips. Here's a tip for you. This is why stealing someone else's copy ain't going to work. Because it's very important for you to mirror your customers, to understand your client's ideal language. Enchantment, again, by Guy Kawasaki, says that you personally need to have a relationship with your ideal clients. I'm going to give you three specific skills that are going to help you to write copy and to speak your client's ideal language, to read their mind. This is just a tiny little sneak peek of an event we're going to have in Chicago, Illinois. We're going to have the event at a hotel that's very near the O'Hare Airport. We are having it June 11th and 12th on a weekend where most of the time the kids are out of school. We are charging a ridiculous fee where we usually charge anywhere from three dollars to $500 per seat. We're charging a ridiculous $147. We got a ridiculous room block for only 99 bucks. Why am I telling you this? Not because I need to sell you on the event. But the reality is I have removed every obstacle I humanly know how to remove so that people can get to this event. Some of what you're going to learn in this call is just a teeny little sneak peek of that two-day event that will be launching my new book, Reading Their, Read Their Mind, How to Speak Your Client's Ideal Language so that they'll do business with you. People in PR need to do this, by the way. Learning to speak your client's ideal language. What does it look like when someone speaks their ideal language? Tara Geisinger is my PR specialist from OnlinePRNews.com. I highly recommend if you're looking for a really affordable PR service to start generating some leads, she can actually write PR for you for like 50 bucks. One of my recent clients, a Ruby, who had her write PR for her, ended up with 20, 30, 40 comments on one of her blog posts just from that PR. Helped her enormously. Got a bunch of new people opting into her list. But she knows how to speak the client's ideal language. She knows how to study a client. PR specialists, just like copywriters, need to stop trying to show their stinking credentials. Quit telling me where you went to school. Quit telling me everything that you know. Quit telling me all about all the stuff that you're going to do. Speak the ideal language of your client. As a matter of fact, if you're a copywriter, you have to not only know the language of the company you're writing for, you have to know how to speak to the person you want to do business with. I have spoken to uh, software developers, uh, people who are in fashion, people who are in makeup, people who are in financial planning, people who are in um, accounting, people who are in the medical field, people who are in the um, alternative health field, and the list goes on. Their language, by the way, as the CEO, is a little different than their client's language. To become a really professional business owner, you have to speak their language. Tara knows how not only to do this, that but she actually got our website on uh, <laughs> some amazing exposure. Absolutely blew my mind with just one campaign speaking their ideal language. Tara was able to get us in the door with USA Today, CNBC, CBS's Money Watch, Business Insider, and multiple over 50 local ABC channels around the United States. Wild and crazy, don't you think? And by the way, I didn't pay a $2,000 publicist fee. I have paid somebody out of Hollywood $2,500, and the dude didn't even get me anything. It's like, hello, quit blowing smoke screens. Results or go home. I don't even think this even cost me 400 bucks. the work that we did with Tara. And here's the deal. 
She has skill number one. Skill number one for you to speak your ideal client's language is listen, listen, and listen some more. My friends, listen on Facebook. Listen on Google searches. Listen in books that your ideal clients are reading. Listen to the magazines. Watch them. Look at them. Listen to CDs. You have to really plug your mind into where your client's mind is, which is why if you're marketing a product or service, this is going to demand that you do not have an ego. Because if you're so impressed with your product or service, you will not speak your client's ideal language. You will speak all about yourself. You'll speak all about your impressive track record. You'll speak all about the amazing ingredients. You'll speak all about what's important to you, and you will never tap into the words that your client's already speaking. They're commenting on blogs with these words, by the way. They ask questions on conference calls with these words, by the way, so that I remember my client's ideal language. I read on a daily basis their social media comments. Newsflash, all you successful business trainers and coaches who have your staff doing all of your Facebook and Twitter posts, you are so stupid. I'm sorry, I'm not talking to any of you here, but I see this all the time. Stupid. It's so important for a coach and a business trainer and a leader in business to read the post. Obviously, there's not enough time in the day to respond to everybody. That's not what I'm saying. But if you really want to stay attuned, connected, aligned, uh, I mean, your divine purpose, I mean, spirit-to-spirit connection with your ideal client, they're talking all day on Facebook. Preferably, we hope they're talking on your page to you and those people in your community. Having your staff do that, not going to work. Sure, have your staff help with questions. But those of you who are coaches or business trainers or musicians or book writers, hello, pay attention. Ask questions. Ask questions. Because your clients are telling you exactly the words you need in order to market to them. Case in point, we did a survey where we asked our clients their biggest challenges with social media. One of the first times we created a big old storm on Twitter with, with, with social media the fun way. You can actually find that on our, our website. As a matter of fact, social media the fun way in our free 30-day class is going to be featured in uh, it's a super conference with Glazer Kennedy in April and actually will be in an article on um, March 30th where I share with you some of the case studies that I learned and some of the surveying techniques that Mr. Glazer taught me. I did a survey. I paid attention to the words that my clients used. One of the em- enormous words that they repetitively used was, I don't want to be intrusive. I don't want to intrude to anyone. So I hate to burst your bubble if you think I'm such an amazing copywriter. Oh, it didn't take anything supernatural, although I do have that on my side. I do bring God into everything that I do. He knows a whole lot more about copy than I do. Why the heck would I try it on my own? But here's the deal. He said, actually, if you listen, you'll acquire much wisdom. My client said the word that they feel intrusive, that they're intruding. So my copy said, you don't need to intrude anymore. And I taught them how not to intrude. It wasn't hype. It wasn't schmoozing. It wasn't like shameful manipulation. For crying out loud, it wasn't neuro-linguistic programming and hypnotherapy of the web kind. No. They told me they didn't want to be intrusive. 
I understood at the deepest level what intrusive meant. I paid attention to what they said, and I taught them not only how not to be intrusive, but to be genuine, authentic, to have fun, to be who they are, to listen to their ideal client. And we had a blast. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people on that call, over almost six, seven hundred, who purchased that product. Why? Because I spoke my client's ideal language. Skill number one, listen, listen, listen. Listen. And take lots of notes. Number two, quit trying to be so smart. (laughs) Pay attention to what successful people do. It's really interesting to me. Because in the niche that I'm in, one of the things that my ideal clients say all the time is that they just want someone to tell them a step-by-step process so that they can follow every single step and be successful. I hate to break this to you, but go check out the latest issue of Inc. and Forbes and Magazine and Entrepreneur and Fast Company. The multimillionaires and billionaires in there did not follow a step-by-step process. As a matter of fact, many times they break the steps in the step-by-step process. They are firing and aiming as they go. They are taking risks. They're following their intuitive sense. Many of them are asking God for help. They have big teams of people around them. Newsflash! They say it all the time. We listened to what our clients wanted and we gave it to them. But what's interesting to me is I would not know that this can be a downfall, actually sometimes a delusion of my ideal clients, if I didn't pay attention. And so while I am a back-to-basic, step-by-step type business owner, you can hear it when I speak. I go in a direction. I follow a step. I actually tell you some stories so that you can pay better attention and aren't, you know, getting being bored out of your gourd. But the reality is this. I have to work with them to realize that sometimes you're just going to need to jump in the stinking ocean and learn to swim now. Sometimes you're going to need to make a lot of mistakes before you get lots of success. Sometimes the step-by-step process ain't going to work and you do something out of order and you're going to make a lot of money by paying attention to your ideal client. By the way, I've been through lots of copywriting schools and it's very rarely that I hear anybody tell me to pay attention to my ideal client and what they say. They tell me that I need to know the benefits and I need to know the features and I need to know what benefit my client's looking for and I need to be sure that I'm connected with what motivates them. But it was in direct sales that I learned. Pay very close attention to what they are saying because they are telling you how to do business with them. They are telling you who they want to do business with. Why do people say to you, no, no, I need to think about it. No, I don't have the money. No, I don't have the time. I need to talk to my spouse. I don't know whether this is going to work. Is that a pyramid scam? Is this going to work? Why do people say that kind of thing? They say they don't have any money. They say they need to think about it. They say that they need to save up. And then they go spend $500 on QVC. Why do they do that? Because QVC is talking their ideal language. QVC is helping them gratify whatever that emotional need is. We're going to talk a whole lot more about that in Chicago, how to study QVC. I learned that from Dan Kennedy. you got to hide your credit cards and debit cards, I'm telling you, because they are good at what they do. How to get on the phone and pretend like you're a customer. It's fun. But here's the deal. Be present in your business. Pay attention 
to your ideal client. Skill number one is listen. Skill number two, quit trying to be so smart. Better to be humble and be successful than be super, super smart and intelligent with all your processes mapped out and you're broke. Not going to work. Number three, be relevant. Be relevant. Be willing to adapt to change. I have been on the Internet through so many phases. I was here before Google. I remember when those guys came and started something called a search engine. I purchased one of the very first Google Remnant accounts. I remember Overture. I remember when pay-per-click was the only way to drive traffic to my website, literally, apart from direct mail, which very few people were using at that time, which we were, (laughs) doing postcard mailings and newsletters offline, directing people back to our website. We went through the dot-com bust and we flourished. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? We were speaking our ideal client's language. But it's important for you to adapt. Bill Glazer and Dan Kennedy uh, put out a video that I put on my Facebook page this week that just blew my mind because how humble they are and how adaptable they are. And I'm sorry, but in plain English, they're freaking experts when it comes to direct response marketing and copywriting. But they said something that has to do with the fact of adapting to today. And what they said was social media is not optional. That is a myth. That if you think social media is optional, you're you're clueless. You don't understand what's going on with social media and the economy. Uh, By the way, Dan has no Internet and he has no cell phone. But he knows how to write in a notepad that other people type messages that convert on social media. Interesting, isn't it? Be relevant. Be willing to adapt to change. I highly recommend, and you're going to hear from me over and over and over again, listen to CDs and tapes. Invest into your skill. Become a good listener. Learn to Mirror back to your client the ideal words that they're already saying. And this definitely is not going to be for everybody. I'm totally aware of that. And as a matter of fact, I mean, my first goal is to always disqualify all the people it's definitely not for. But there's a few people who are listening to my voice right now who what I'm about to say is for you. And your next step is going to take a small investment, very small, I've taken down every barrier I can. You can pretty much get to Chicago, Illinois on June 11th and 12th for under $500 for the whole stinking weekend, including your food. I don't know, buy some protein bars. you have any idea how many events I've been to where I drink protein bars and shakes like Shakeology the whole weekend to keep my budget low? I still do it, even though I, you know, I still budget. Very frugal. Plus, it keeps you healthy. You know, falling asleep during the meeting. We got a $99 room block. $147 a seat. That's basically going to cost our take care of our expenses because we're going to produce a book, a CD set, maybe a DVD set. Every single person, however, who attends this, you will be promoted in that book. Your story will be in it. We are going to have endorsements throughout it. We're going to have stories all over our website. It will be the biggest marketing campaign that I have ever done in my entire career. Now, by the way, I'm not looking to make money off of anybody. A small $500 investment for the weekend to market your business, number one, to over 100,000 clients, which happens to be our client base, plus everywhere that that will go, and you mark my words, it will be an Amazon bestseller, and it will be a New York Times bestseller, and it will get on Oprah. I'm not saying that because I'm – actually, it scares me half to death somewhat. (laughs) can't believe I just flew it in my mouth. It's not about me. 
But if I want this to reach as far as it needs to reach, it needs to go into people's hands who can reach farther than me. And I am asking you whether or not your business is worth it and do you want to partner with me. You can't even place an ad in a magazine and have reached that far for 500 bucks. Like I said, some of you, this will totally not be for you. And that's okay. You're welcome here. We love you. You are welcome to consume our free material. You're welcome to read our newsletter. We love you on our social media, and you will always be a part of our Real Change family. But others of you, uh, this is your next step, and you know it because you can feel it right now. So I'm actually going to open the lines up, and I'm going to do some free coaching for the next half hour. I'm going to give of my time. The only people who have access to me in coaching are my coaching clients. I don't do any coaching. My coaching rates are over $500 an hour, and I'm not available this year at all for coaching. But for the next half hour, if you have a question or something that I can assist with, I want you to press star 2. I will bring you on the line with me. We'll pretend like you're one of my coaching clients. I'll try to raise your mind. <laughs> you might hear me say, oh, God, help me. I might even say the J word, so get over it. I love you. There's diversity and harmony. But if I say, oh, Jesus, I need some help, that's who I go for some help. It may not be who you go to for help, but I'm just going to tell you where I go. And I'll tell you what, my clients tell me that when it's not just me, they get a whole lot more when I bring God with me. <laughs> so we're going to ask for some divine downloads. And anybody who'd like a coaching session, press star 2, and I will bring you on the line with me. Five one zero two zero seven. How can I help? Can you hear me? I got my I got my notepad. Let's do some business. How can I help you? <laughs> okay, I, I'm with you. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to be in right away. And who is um, this? This is Jennifer Ledford. How are you, Jennifer? Doing I love your ambitious attitude. I love that you pressed that before all the other six people who just did, and I love that you just did it instantly. Tell me what that's that's how I was, man. Jump first, think later, especially when it comes Thanks. to business. <laughs> How can I help you? What is your business? Um, I'm a fitness and healthy lifestyle coach. Right on. And thank you. And I'm a complete newbie on the Internet. Um, okay. I, I'm just now getting uh, – I've always had, a, like, a brochure type of page on the Internet, but not really anything interactive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just okay. basically a, a website. So okay. – um, and I'm ta- I've been taking some of your courses, and I'm taking your advice, and uh, the technical is not my strength, so I, I'm actually working with one of your other clients tomorrow. Um, we're going to be talking about the technical side of my website. Woohoo! Good job. She's outsourcing. Get <laughs> yes, away. I'm out. <laughs> Good job, girl. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and one of the questions I wanted to ask is, uh, when you say, what's my ideal client, I currently work with clients locally face-to-face, and mm-hmm. um, and I've done some phone coaching as well. And what are the questions you ask yourself to define your ideal client? Good good question. Um, let me ask you, fitness lifestyle coach, what kind of fitness? Are you a specific with a specific brand, a specific company that you market? or a spe- I mean, I used to be a professional bodybuilder. I, you know, I know the difference between a runner and, and you know, Shalene Johnson's a great friend of mine. We have several of her coaches in our uh, Ruby coaching program and our gold uh-huh. program. And so what kind of what fitness are you doing? Good question. Um, what I do is I help a huge portion of my clients are corporate and then stay home moms. Um, okay. What I do is I help them 
Uh, I teach them healthy ha- healthy eating habits, moderation. I teach them uh, exercise, how to build exercise into their lifestyle. If they're crazy busy and, you know, 20 minutes is all they have. Um, mine, the way I teach fitness and health is all about balance and not any crazy dieting. Or And I do a mm-hmm. lot of um, – I teach people how to build home in-home gyms and how to exercise outdoors and in their own home. And what is your website? My website is jenniferledford.com. Okay, just a quick sec. My mouse just decided to not move. Um, Jennifer, and how do you spell your last name? It's L-E-D-F-O-R-D. Okay. And how long have you been doing this? I've been in the industry since 1989, and I've been on my own as a private trainer since 2001. Okay. And the first thing that I'm going to recommend is that you have a picture of you on this header. And I know that you're in the process of having somebody help you with WordPress, and that's fine. Um, I'm going to recommend that your header have a picture of you because nobody does any business with a product. No one does any business with a service. They do business with people. And so it's imperative that you have a picture of you and make sure that some kind of motto, something that you always may say, it may even be something you say in a slang way, it may be something that you say that your clients are like, oh, yeah, I say that all the time. There's got to be something there that they know about you and what you do that makes you very unique. As a matter of fact, on my website, you're going to want to look for the article entitled The Four U's, the letter U, hyphen S, of copywriting. This is why you want to look for something that where you're unique. What's an urgent pressing problem that you are solving? How are you useful? It's very important for you to pay very close attention to those things because it's what's going to separate you from all the other people. Why are you why do you have something that's very specific that I need urgently? The other thing is, is that I would focus on one specific thing. Obviously, to say people, I can help you with a healthy lifestyle is not necessarily talking anybody's ideal language. But, for example, I have a client in my Ruby program who um, just two weeks ago was able to generate over $2,400 in just two emails that she wrote to her list of under 600 people. Um, She speaks their ideal language. She's gone from a size 22 to a size 6 almost four years ago, Charlotte Seams. You may have heard me talk about her before. She's a mother of 12. That's very unique. The other thing is, is that she's all about helping support people digitally, helping them to get unstuck. She speaks the ideal language because she's actually asked her clients what they are stuck with. So rather than asking myself what questions are important when I look for my ideal client, I actually ask people who are seeking out my product or service or that of my client when I was writing for people and now of my coaching clients, what are the things that they are saying that they struggle with? And that's where you start. The other thing that's really important as well is to focus on one thing. Don't try to lead with many. When I've sold, I've sold millions of dollars in weight loss products through the years and have helped many, many people. Fitness and lifestyle happens to be one of the niches that I have done a lot of my writing in. And even if there's 573 products in the catalog, you lead with one. Lead with one or two. Because usually people connect with one and there's a whole ideal language surrounding around that. Um, 
you know, I worked with a company that was an adaptogen product and losing belly fat quickly, becoming the envy of your of your uh, heavy friends, and becoming one of the skinnies on the other side of the track. Not laying down to put your jeans on anymore was a huge headline that I used <laughs> that made me a lot of money. And so, end the ba- or, or stop getting dressed laying down. Stand up to put your jeans on because they fit. And so these are specific things, and, you know, I would pay attention to forums and weight loss groups, and obviously you may be getting into more of the um, balance and mind aspect and that, the emotional side, which period, I mean, the reality is with fitness, it's all emotional. Um, It's emotional period anywhere, no matter what. But I would go and pay very close attention to forums and groups and websites, the dominant players in your niche. You know, P90X, and actually Shaleen has become the number one infomercial in the world with uh, TurboFire. She speaks yeah. the ideal language of, of your client, and so I pay very close attention to what she does on social media. Pay very close attention to what she does. And then okay. bring that into your own niche, and that's how you become aware of what your ideal client is saying. Obviously, we have a limited amount of time, but I'm going to be spending two days helping you to really ask yourself specific questions, to ask questions that your clients will like, they are they will thank you for asking. And here's something I was telling my Rubies today in our private coaching. You know, we live in a world where very few people are listening and very few people are asking the right questions. So when you as a business owner ask your ideal client the right questions, they will be so grateful that you ask. And they will have a great deal of satisfaction in giving you those answers. And they will actually seek out what the answers of everyone in that survey or questionnaire were. Because you are speaking their ideal language and you, somebody is finally paying attention and asking the right questions. That's a beautiful way to build a business. So I hope that helps. It helps a lot. And just so you know, I did sign up for the June 11th and 12th this morning. Yay! Right on. Make sure that you come up to me and introduce yourself and say, "Hey, I was on that call with Read Your Mind." <laughs> I will. <laughs> Good, and we'll get our picture taken. That'll be fun. Great. I look forward to meeting you. All right. Thanks so much. Okay, and I have Stephen Coleman. How can I help you? Hello. This is actually Kristen Coleman. Hi, Kristen. Well, I'll talk to you. How about you, Stephen's phone? How's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just heard about you. Um, I, I think Thea is in your program. Uh huh. Yeah. Thea and, Woods. Uh, yes, and I had asked her. Um, I think I saw her somewhere online, um, and I was interested in getting a header done by her. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just can I give you a little tip? And she did not pay me to say this. Okay. She's actually done some great work for many of my clients, and she does a really good job. The other thing is she, if you read the article that I said this morning, working with people who listen, have a great attitude, <laughs> what I require with the people I work with, she's uh-huh. got that going on. She's really attentive and has a great spirit and works with people, and she's a, a smart businesswoman, so I would pay attention to everything that she says. Okay. So how can I uh, help? Um, well, I'm trying to learn how to drive more people to my website. My numbers I've never really picked up to where I want them to be, and there's, like, a lot of content for people to read. Um, my website is www.ournewlove.com. Okay, just a quick sec. Let me open it up. Okay. And what is your website, Our new what? Ournewlove.com. Ournewlove.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how long has this website been up? Uh, it started about uh, July last 
year. Okay, already. And I'm still working on it. Obviously, I don't have my header yet and things like that. Um, Good job for not giving up. July till now, and you've done a lot of work. I'm proud of you for being persistent. Good job. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, and uh, there's what I'm trying to do is help people that are basically in unhealthy relationships to get out of them and encourage them. Not married people, of course, because I believe marriage is for life, and that's mm-hmm, a different... Too. And I've been married for 18 years, and the first five years were divorced never, but murder maybe. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm just saying that kiddingly. And God has done a profound miracle, and I love my husband more than I even did the day that I married him. And you know what's really cool? <laughs> he digs me as well. <laughs> and I'm sure after hearing this call, man, I'll tell you I am not a handful. I am two handful. <laughs> and so I like what you're doing. <laughs> So, and that, like I said, that um, helping people to get out of bad relationships, helping people who just broke up to kind of give them that, you know, that encouragement they need, you know, and uh-huh. helping people uh-huh. it's with dating advice and people that are in relationships. And um, there's a couple of services that I have on there asking people yeah, to, to date. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm like, what my point is, I, sometimes I look at the other social media networks that have a lot of likes, and I'm like, they're not really giving people anything. And I'm mm-hmm. here to give people something, but I can't get the people to me. Mm-hmm. Well, and so. here's the deal. You need to make sure that you're speaking your ideal client's language, and it's very possible that if you are seeing people who are in your niche, and I know what this is like, so bear with me, where it looks as though they're not really giving a whole lot of content, it's very possible they may not be. Mm-hmm. But guess what they're creating? What they're creating the emotional connection that that client needs. Mm-hmm. And so I would pay very close attention to what they are saying. Mm-hmm. And I would bring some of that maybe even into your own business without probing further and like doing a, a one-on-one coaching. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. But... The thing is, it's important for you to speak their ideal language, and they are gravitating to where people are doing that. The other thing is, is that subscribe and join our blog right now. One of the things that I teach in my um, email marketing course is that there's over a million blogs online, and no one is looking to subscribe to one, okay? okay? But what they are looking for is some free solutions to their urgent pressing problem. If you go to our website, you won't see that I say we have 110,000, whatever, I think it's 106,000, clients who are on our list, and we give out business training that actually can make you money. So subscribe to our newsletter. No, I lead with one specific thing, and that is my 30-day free course, which, by the way, if you haven't gone through it, I highly recommend you do. Okay. It's distributed by email and video. There's no obligation. There's no strings. I'm not going to try to pitch you on a ton of stuff in every video. I'm going to give you clear, concise things to do every day for 30 days. Okay. This is speaking my client's ideal language, by the way. Okay. And I'm also helping them step by step to follow a path so that they can get through each individual step to building their blog, to building their list, to getting their copy going and establishing themselves in all the beginning steps they need. I also deal with things like mindset, passion, paying attention to what people are saying, being more interested in what other people are saying than what you got to say is huge, 
And I address all of that in that class. And here's the deal. That's what leads to my opt-in. And then what happens when I show up with my newsletter, people are very, very grateful, really excited to get even more training. And I have always believed, and it's it's benefited us hugely, and it's paid my clients enormous sums of money with our coaching program. I mean, story after story after story, moms who are making more than their husbands and their homeschooling moms and people who have never been able to make several thousand dollars who have cleared over $20,000. The reality is this, that if you speak your client's language and you lead with what your client wants, and if you give them something of value for free and you serve them, they will have no problem paying you for other things. Mm-hmm. And so those things pieced together, I think, um, will really help. I guarantee you if you start going through that 30-day training, you're going to start making a few little tiny tweaks that are going to create big results um, in your website. And then when Thea does your um, banner for you and all that, you'll be ready for that change. Because you're going to have, you know, you've got lots of content and stuff, but you need to, there's a couple little tweaks that you'll need that will be in that course on how to display it and lay it out. Okay. So I hope that helps. Thank you. All righty. Thank you. And I'm going to scroll through all these. I'll mute you out. All righty. And it looks like we have about 15 more minutes here. Let me see. These actually come in. In the order that people raise their hand, and I have Don Wilkerson. How can I help you? I heard you got the total online blueprint today. I did. I'm so excited. How fun is that? And did you see what color it is? <laughs> yes. Of course. You're shocked. It's pink and purple. How can I help you? <laughs> Couldn't imagine. <laughs> well, my question's kind of a little bit different. Um, I feel very confident on what my purpose is. Um, I'm just not positive on if I'm with the right vehicle. How could I know? How what? <laughs> okay, and and explain to me, when you say the right vehicle, what do you mean by that? Okay, well, um, well, my purpose is, is to really help people on a happy and healthy journey through life, and that's really my, I, there's no doubt in my mind that's what I should do. But okay, let me ask I, you a few questions. How about if I do okay. a question with you, Okay. Help Absolutely. people for a happy and healthy life. Okay, and anybody listening, you are about to get a huge revelation if you pay very close attention to the questions I asked Don. Okay, Don. So I asked you what your vehicle is and what it means, and you told me that your mission is to help people through a happy, healthy life. And so what do you mean by that? What is a happy and healthy life? Well, mainly it is allowing them to enjoy their life, be able to live it to the fullest and not be hindered by health and by worry and stress. Okay, and I'm taking notes, so just bear with me, and then I'm going to ask you some more questions. Yep. Okay, and what do you mean by enjoying your life and living it to the fullest? Um, That they don't have... They don't have that pullback, that gremlin, that fear um, constantly nagging at them. What does that mean? Tell me more about that. Um, That they just feel like they don't have the money for something or they're not good enough for something or they're not – they just don't have – they don't think they have the ability to do things that that they really do. Okay. 
Um, and do you how how do you you said helping people in order mm-hmm. to get past these things that are hindering? And I agree, a happy and healthy life they are definitely hindering that. And tell me what your solutions are for helping. Well, at this point, I have been selling Arbonne International for the last year and a half, two years, and um, and they have a lot of products that are very familiar, health oriented. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, so it's through that avenue, and I, I'm not necessarily a coach, but I do help my clients on seeing the positives. Um, I'm really big at making sure that my newsletters and things like that are, are more of an uplifting, inspirational, giving people confidence with inspirational quotes and things like that. And how many subscribers do you have in your newsletter? Not many. <laughs> How many At this is point, I have about 220. Okay. Well, it's 220 more than a bunch of people on this call have at all. So that's awesome. Um, okay. So, and here's the thing. Um, uh, one of the things that I'm going to give you in a tiny little coaching session is this. I believe that you are definitely gifted and called to help people through this journey of weaving through many of the struggles that are pulling them back things that are hindering them from having the life that they want, living it to the fullest, you know, really combating many of their um, unhealthy issues and getting past many of those things that pull them back, giving that nagging feeling, whether it's, you know, not having enough money, not feeling good enough, dealing with many of those tangible, real issues and circumstances. The only concern that I have as you are helping people, which, by the way, I'd like to give this to you that came to me, just a download, and that is finding the real you. Uh-huh. Something that you are helping people. Finding okay. their design, finding the real who they are and what were they were meant for. The reality is is that Arbon International is a tool. Uh-huh. And if you focus on things like the R E nine or the the um protein drink or anything like that, uh-huh. all of which are amazing products, you're gonna lose people. Because they're gonna right. think all you want to do is sell me the Arbonne products. But and what I think you have part to of focus my hang up. Right, and what you have to focus on is what it does. And okay. here, let me spell it out to you very very plainly. If you take the cleanse program, it's very possible you won't wake up with that nagging cobweb head. Mm-hmm. You know, many stay-at-home right. moms have massive head fog. And to say to them, I really think you need this Arban product and this Arban product and this Arban product, you need to take it for five days, you need to make sure you're drinking 64 ounces of water every day, make sure you're you're doing your lemon and make sure that you're doing this, and if you pray, you pray, and if you're meditating, you're meditating, you're going to wake up at the end of the five days, you're going to feel a whole lot better. People are going to go, you're just trying to sell me. Right. (laughs) But if you say to them, you know, how important it is, is it to you to maybe possibly try a solution, give it a try. Obviously, you know, I can't promise everything. Everybody, it's obviously everybody's different. Something that could help you over the course of five days to get rid of and mirror back to them what they say. The fog head. Right. Not having the energy to get out of bed in the morning. Feeling like they've lost their drive. Right. Sick and tired of laying on the floor to put their jeans on. <laughs> Looking at the side of the closet that's labeled fat clothes rather than the cute clothes that are on the other side. Right. And when people say to you, oh, yeah, that's really important to me. How do I get started? Then the very next word that you say to them is, thank you, Don. How did you want to pay for that? We take MasterCard, Visa, Discover, and um, American Express. (laughs) 
Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and you're very happy it's just recorded. <laughs> and you might say, okay, like, I don't, have, I don't have any time to say this on the phone every day. I'm really not interested in prospecting people all day long. I don't mind talking to people who show really sincere interest, but I really don't want to talk to a bunch of people who haven't gotten through that. It's great. Write some blog posts about your journey, about your life, about what you're encountering on a daily basis, about the clients you talk to, about current events. Write things about, I mean, Deuce, D-O-O-C-E dot com is a multi-million dollar mommy blogger who started her first blog, who now has national endorsements and actually was on Oprah, who started her first blog because having children was completely devastating and overwhelming and she thought she was going to lose her mind. She actually writes very on-the-edge posts, like, you know, duct-taping the pacifier. It might work. (laughs) She writes posts about how a cigar and a mimosa is the only rescue for me today. And she was talking about before breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Things that are humorous, things that are real. I'm not suggesting that you need to advise your clients to smoke cigars or have mimosas. (laughs) But her ideal client, she was just being who she was, and it resonated with not just a few people, but almost 2 million followers on Twitter. Wow. Mm-hmm. Any stay-at-home mom or dad on this line who wants to know how to wrap your life and attach products to it, pay very close attention to Deuce, D-O-O-C-E dot com. She actually has endorsements from major companies, and she makes millions of dollars in affiliate and direct sales marketing through her blog. Wow. She used to be a web designer. Didn't pay her like what this is. (laughs) She also shares how when she had the cobwebs in the head and was sick and tired of the duct tape falling off the pacifier, she couldn't even (laughs) think about doing graphic design. So she was blogging and had tons of people following her. I have to tell you this funny story. Like, like blew me out of the water. I was like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Are you kidding me? She's the number one blogger he follows and she talks about that? I was reading Enchantment. And Guy Kaisaki was talking about people who live enchanted lives, and one of his favorite bloggers is called The Blog S. And uh, the last couple of days of streams that she had when I was reading this last week on her Twitter and her Facebook post were about how she was at an event with blogging and she forgot to take her antidepressant and she was dealing with all the electrical currents in her head. And she had massive diarrhea and nausea. And you know what? Her head doctor really should have just changed her to Alexa. But she just really needed something else. And I'm sitting here going, you've got to be kidding me. And all of the people speaking to her on Twitter and all that were all sharing as well, how they as well occasionally have really, really good days and they're blogging too late and they completely forget to take their medication. (laughs) I'm going, oh, my gosh. People are trying very hard to be way too polished. It's time to get real, my friends. I'm not recommending you hang your dirty laundry out, but there are people who want to read dirty laundry. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I was blown away at the hundreds of thousands of people who follow her because we live in a very real world. And quite frankly, there's a lot of entrepreneurs who struggle with five brains. I got five of them. And it wasn't until I realized that was a gift from God and sometimes they don't all sync together. Get over it. Quit trying to act like your life is a straight line. That's what happens when you're dead. Flat line, you know what I mean? Life is a roller coaster, up and down, up and down. Learn to ride it with joy. <laughs> that I, I discovered this is how God made me. Very expressive. 
But before that, it was through the Internet and connecting with other people who had struggles with things that I used to have, like fibro and lupus and things like that. And she's meeting a need, isn't she? Of people who might turn into hermits and have no one to talk to. And she's got tons of them blogging and following her. So I think that inspired you. Pretty funny. Absolutely. All righty. And we had a good laugh while we were at it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, some people have to run to the bathroom because they feel like they're going to, uh, yeah. (laughs) Because they're laughing so hard when they hear me. (laughs) They're like, if you don't stop that, I'm going to pee my pants. I did just say that on a conference call. (laughs) And other people, I have been known to cause people to spew their coffee all over their monitor. Rose has had to replace uh, keyboards because of me. And so <laughs> I'm all about having fun, and, and I'm very extremely challenge-driven. And so I can chase a challenge, but if I'm not having any fun, I will probably have a nervous breakdown as I chase my challenge. So <laughs> that's why you hear humor all the time in what I do. So just be real, and I hope that you'll um, be at a Read Their Mind event. I look forward to meeting you in person, by the way. I am hoping and praying. I'm trying to work through in-law issues that week. (laughs) All righty. Well, I look forward to seeing you. All right. We've got time for one more coaching. Oh, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. How do I cast lots on the phone? (laughs) I've got all these people. I'm going to shut my eyes and see. Okay, there we go. Andrew Ladle, it landed on you. How can I help? (laughs) It's Monica Liddell. Hey. Hi, how are you? Monica, we'll talk on Andrew's phone. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Great call. I just love you so much. Good. But um Thank Yeah. You. I have a question, um, because I work with a lot of clients and only recently am I kinda of coming out of my own closet, but how do I and it feels so with, good, doesn't it? Doesn't it, it really feel good was. to breathe? And it's, you know, and it's in due time but it's it's the perfect time. Yeah. So that's pretty it feels cool. Feels so good to breathe. And everybody needs to follow somebody who's breathing. You know what? I mean, they, nothing worse than everybody asking, like, acting like they all got it together, and we all know, oh, you're full of it. You got about seventy-five percent, and the rest of you is jacked up. So we all just hang out together, and we just <laughs> we just bring our seventy-five percent together. That's right. That's right. How can I help? Well, you know, I work with a lot of clients who are larger clients or mid-size and corporate clients, and 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 um, anyhow, they've got pretty dead lists. And I guess my question is, what's a good open rate? I, I mean, I've heard 14%, and that's kind of what I've been operating off of. And the second is, how do you try and revive a dead list without getting, you know, blocked as spammer? Mm-hmm. Um, and is there a way? And, you know, I don't know what your experience and what is. Do you do? what do you do? Online marketing, it's evolving into online marketing consulting, but mainly it's strategic online and offline merging integrated marketing and bringing those two things together well here's the deal and i i mean i spent over an hour and a half talking about it with my rubies so i obviously can't do it just mm-hmm. but we'll be doing some of that at the read your mind event open rates and all that is important but far too many people put way too many weight on it for example i've seen people who have a 47 percent open rate and they have 400 people on their list oh duh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. you have people who have 14% open rate and they have 30,000 on their list. And the right. other reality is this is that open rates and viewing rates are really, in many cases, facetious because you have so many people who are reading through preview panes on smartphones and iPhones and iPads 
and laptops and different programs like Gmail and Outlook and iMail and Eudora, etc. And so what happens is many times they are viewing it, and I've tested this with my clients and myself where I am reading it and opening it up and it doesn't say that I did. Or I didn't open it. I read it in the preview painting, and it says that I did. Click through is like an open. And so I wouldn't get too obsessed on the open rate. For me as well, here's the deal. If I have a 63% open rate and I can't close a sinking sale, that means there's a problem with the connection between the email and the sales page. It really has very little to do with just the email. And yet far too many people put too much um too much credit on what that open rate and click-through rate and all that is. The reality is this, is that getting the results is the deal. And a lot of what we taught in the social media, the fun way, shares with you how to build such a great connection with your clients that when you send something by email, they consume it because they know who you are. And making sure that you're showing up with a consistent voice. Now, if you're dealing with clients and corporate clients and stuff like that, you only have so much that you can control. But what I used to do in order to help me write better copy is I would do a survey. I would ask the client to let me ask a couple questions of their list. I would also ask to see how old the list is, when the last time I sent anything. You could even do an inoculation type email where you save face on behalf of the company and you say, we really apologize for completely dropping the ball and not being consistent in communicating with you. And you say the words that they mentioned in Enchantment and that we've talked about all the time in our newsletter, you're important to us. Our desire is to serve you. And we can't do that without a relationship with you. And we need your help. And you ask specific questions that are relevant to that niche. How are the questions created? Pay very close attention to what's coming into the customer service department. Pay very close attention to what people are saying. Pay very close attention to what they're complaining about. Pity the company that doesn't pay attention to that. Some of them need to be deleted, and we pray for our enemies. (laughs) But some of them are very relevant. Some of them are obnoxious, and some of them you're going to see a consistent pattern. One of the best ways to help with email campaigns in that, and I just say save face, the other thing is you can give something away for free. You come back and say, you know, this is the direction we're going. And again, always use the words, you're very important to us. It's important for us to serve you. We can't do that without having a relationship with you, so we need your help. And we have something to to give to you to show that you're important and we'd love some help. Many times if you have them fill out a survey, you can give away a free whatever, call, video, report, discount, product, whatever it is. But the best way to deal with something that hasn't been handled very well, and many times as a copywriter, I mean, I would go into a list that needed a full-blown vaccination, and I don't vaccinate. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, in many ways. (laughs) But what I I would have to do is I would have to, um, I would tell them, what have you written to these clients in the last year? I want to read every newsletter. I want to hear every conference call. I want to see everything you published. I want to be a client. I need to go into I want to send to myself the last 50 emails. I don't care if they weren't sent out for two years ago. I want to be, be um, mindful of everything that your client is reading. And that gave me a really good baseline of where to start. If it was a trainer or company or any kind of information product, I would consume a lot of the audios, a lot of the DVDs, a lot of the videos, et cetera, 
TV commercials, anything I can get my hand on so that I can be what one of the clients is so that I can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Did that help? Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. And our time is up. This has been a a fun call. I hope it's been valuable to you. I always look forward to being with all of you on Monday. It really is the highlight of the beginning of my week. It gets me energized for my week. I get to speak to you. And and here's the deal. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I can't serve you unless we have a relationship. I can't help you unless we connect. And so I'd love for you to come over to my Facebook page, to be on Twitter, and let me know how we can help you. Let me know what you thought of the call. Let me know whether or not you're going to be at our Read Their Mind event. But no matter what, please know that we appreciate you. We honor you. We respect you. We know that we're not in business without you. And so I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule and being with us tonight. I'm going to open up the lines, and everybody can say, let me see, uh, speak your ideal client's language. One, two, three. Speak your ideal client's language. Speak your ideal client's language. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks, Sandy. And we have 74 people who are waving goodbye on the webcast. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> yeah.